Hey, Dominic, Project 24. So I have a great, close person that's in my circle with me, and it's the great Nada. She's from oh, the beautiful, horrible state of California. Don't take any offense to that, anybody, please. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, hi. Hello. Hi. Thanks so, for having me. Oh, man, of course. I think you're going to be a regular. I think we're always going to be having these conversations because I know we did. We did a TikTok live. You hosted. Right. You know, we're trying to figure out how to do the squares and all that crap. But And that was great. And it's like, I'll go into a history about how we met each other and how we connected. But, you know, we're sitting here talking before recording. And I'll tell you, one one of the topics that, we start and I and I see this man. Do I see this like every day? With you know, whether it's people around work, people at grocery store, people wherever. How many? And you were just talking about it with traffic. Mm. How many people take shit personal? And and what I mean by that is like, and you might have a different stance on it, but I think it's like when you take a stranger or you take somebody close to you and they're a certain way to, they're ignorant, they're mean. And I know you brought up cutting you off on the uh, interstate highway expressway, but it's like, we have this tendency and I never understood this. Sometimes we have this tendency. It's like, it's done to us. And I, and I never really ever understand that. It's just, it's like almost like in relationships when, you hear people, I had this conversation, this was not this past weekend, but last weekend I was doing some overtime at work. And um, friends, employees, brothers going through a divorce. And, I, and he kept saying what his wife at the time did to him. And I'm like, really? I just did a video the other day and I put it out there. Why do people think that everything is done to them? I don't, I don't understand that. If you get caught off in traffic, you think it's done to you on purpose? I, I never, mean that, I never, go ahead. No, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's just like, do we forget that sometimes we miss an exit or we're getting close to miss the exit and we have to like carefully get in front of somebody? Um, because I'm, I've been in cars where people are going off and I'm just like, it's, it, they're probably missing their exit too. You know, like if, if they didn't hit you, like calm down, relax. It's not like they're just purposely trying to be a jerk. I know sometimes people do that because they are purposely, but a lot of times and it, they're not. And it doesn't even matter if they are or they're not. Like, just don't take it personal. Just, you don't even know the person. Like, why are you over there upsetting yourself over it? So it's just. But that's something, it's like sometimes you have to pause and, and you have to look at the individual and you have to say in your side and in, inside yourself, and say, you know, what the hell you got going on that you're so angry? I'll, I'll give you an example. So I share this with people and I tell them it's like if you're driving to work and if you're in a, you know, 15 or more minute commute, and most people are, shut the radio off, put your phone in your backpack. Nothing's going to happen, life or death, that someone's trying to call you for 15 or 30 minutes, let's say. Unless you have a, you know, somebody that's that sick, then don't do that. But. Drive in complete silence. And I did this like earlier in the year, probably when I started going into the new year. And I said, I'll start spending some time with myself. So I would just shut the radio off, drive in silence, 
And another thing that was uh, advised to from a very close confidant said, <clears throat> just take your time. Go to work. Just just take your time going to work. So I would, you know, got a nice fast SUV and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll go speed limit, right? So I'd get into the right lane and I just let people go. Oh my God. It's like <clears throat> you start seeing things you've never seen before. You're honestly with yourself in your thoughts. You're engaged and aware of your environment right now. And I would literally see people just tailgating, speeding past. I mean, I'm talking about pickup trucks with ladders that think they're driving in the Indy 500. And I'm waiting for these ladders to fly off. And I'm like, but then I, I sat there and I thought and said, what are they going through? Like, what are they going through? They're so aggressive. They're so in a rush. They're so feels like they're so behind and i and and the biggest awakening for me was wow that used to be me i was always rushing i was always you know trying to get there fast for what yeah i'm on time if not early all the time yeah and i'm like what am i what am i doing you know yeah and i found myself where it's like sorry go ahead go ahead no i was just saying you're just Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. You I was just saying, it. like, you yeah, you're you're getting yourself in a in a stressful place for nothing. You don't get further. You don't get there faster. It's you just look like an idiot in the process because the, and nobody's moving. You know, we're all going the same pace. So it's I was the same way too. So it's like you really learn to relax and and just go with it and just leave earlier so that you don't have to go through that. Well, one of the things that I've learned, and even asking people, and and I converse with a lot of people is, you know, how did your morning start off right when you got in the car and turned the key? You know, what was the routine prior to that? So we try not to take things personal, but I'll tell you, most people you talk to are waking up with enough time to shit, shower, shave, if you're not a female, and jump in the car and roll. And it's almost like so... Right there, how are you setting your compass for the day? You're not, you know, you're getting in the car, you're going to work, you're already reactive, you got all these thoughts going in your head. All you're thinking is, I got to get there because I got to do A, B, C, and D. And you're trying to get there, get there, get there. And even for the people that don't work and, and, and go to get their kids or do other errands, they're always rushing. And I found myself doing this. I found myself walking into a Target one day and I was off that day. And it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, it was a weekday. And I'm grabbing a cart and I'm trying to rush and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I don't have anywhere to be, you know, slow down. And it's like, we're always in this rush. So I challenge people to say, you know, how do you set your compass? Because if you're going to get up and already you're just reacting, I got to do this, 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 this. And at the end of the day, most people are like, man, I don't feel like I got anything accomplished. And my, and my rebuttal is like, well, what did you set out to do? Absolutely nothing. So by the time you leave the house, you're getting in your car, driving in tra traffic, and all you are right now is at a reactive state. So you're reacting to everybody, slowing you down. That's where people start taking things personally. You're in front of me. You're, you're slowing me down. You're yeah. going to be the reason why I'm late. No, bro. The reason why you're late is because your ass didn't even plan to be on time to begin with because you just woke up and started reacting. Yeah. So I tell people, I'm like, 
take about 20 minutes. Take 20 minutes in the morning. If you wake up at 6, wake up at, you know, 5.40, 5.30. Take those 20 minutes. Do a little breathing exercise. Listen to a morning meditation. Write a gratitude list for a little bit. And then write down three simple things. Let's say professionally you want to get it done. You don't clear your email, do this. And then write down three personal things you want to get done. You know, like for me, it's like cleaning the backseat of my car. I throw my shaker bottles and water bottles back there. Uh, put the laundry up from the dryer. You know, just simple things like that. Now I know where my compass is set. You know, I'm going to get these little things done and it's going to be something instead of just waking up and reacting. Because, yeah. man, I'll tell you, it is not a place to be when when you're in that state. And, and people, and what's crazy is that people literally make major decisions in a very high stressed emotional state that they put themselves in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's not good. That's not good at all. Yeah, I can tell you from my personal experience of just how I used to be before I changed my life and my my thinking process and everything. Um, first of all, I feel like a lot of people stay up super late at night on their phones and they're not getting enough sleep. That's number one, I think, because everyone that I used to talk to when I was working a regular 40-hour job, everyone around me was always like, oh, yeah, I couldn't go to sleep until 3 in the morning. I was watching this show or I was on my phone. I was doing this. And so we already gave ourselves a very bad start by not getting good rest. And that's why we're rushing in the morning because we're now we're trying to get the rest at in the morning, like just, you know, snoozing the alarm a few times because we just need five more minutes because we went to bed late. And like you said, because we are already backed up on our time, we're trying to get to a place to work or drop the kids off. Um, we're blaming everybody for driving speed limit, you know, <laughs> and then you're just, you know, swerving around them. And like you said, we're, we're now reacting to everything. Everything is, you know, our fault, you know, the person in the, I mean, their fault and the person in the drive through that's taking forever to make their order. Like you start cussing them out because they're taking so long because you're delayed. So yeah, it's, I think it has, there's a lot of habits involved that can change that, you know, of taking everything personal, but it's, I think the main thing would be just to take self accountability. And that's another thing that's really hard for people to do. Like they don't want to accept oh, it. It's, they want to point. It so it is so difficult for people to be accountable for a lot of things. And the first thing I always try to push is, you know, that includes your feelings. Yeah. You got to be accountable for your feelings. You know, nobody can sit there and make you angry. Your perception of that situation is what makes you angry. If you take a breakup, a divorce, a bankruptcy, been through them all, if I look at it in a negative way and attach a negative emotion to it, what I, what I attach to it is what I'm going to feel, which has yeah. nothing to do with you. Yeah. So it has to do with how I see it. And that's where it goes back to people think things were done to them. No, listen, shit happens. And what we also don't realize, even when you're talking about divorce or breakups or anything like that, this person had a life before you, meaning they didn't fall from the heavens into your lap. And this is the first relationship they ever had. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> they had a life before you. So you have to be open that 
shit can happen. I'm not saying don't have faith and don't have trust. Make sure you have faith and trust in yourself to know that you're not the relationship and the relationship isn't what makes you. You're not the job. It's not the job that makes you. You know, you see people so devastated after a divorce, breakup, losing their jobs, losing their careers because they identified a big part, if not all of themselves as that job, as that relationship. And that's not who they are. Yeah. So when that's taken away or crumbles, you know, they, they don't know who they are. They have a sense they're so lost. They stay on the ground. I can't do nothing. I can't eat. I can't do this. Been there for years. Yeah. And then once you start realizing that you're not those things, you're not any external thing, you're everything within, that's where you don't start taking a lot of things personal. You know, And a lot of people are just doing it to themselves and not you. Same thing when people cheat. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe she did that to me. I can't believe he did that to me. You think he was doing it to you? I mean, that's a pompous person that's sitting there on a high horse thinking that everything's being done to you. Yeah. It had nothing to do with you. It has to do with what's going on within them. And yeah. I'm not saying stay. Have your values, have your respect, have your boundaries in alignment with your values. Don't tolerate it. Leave it. But it wasn't done to you. That's it. So I think that's where people really just take things personal, whether it's waking up late, getting stuck in traffic. And honestly, most of the time, it's just going to work. And again, you're not your job. So just, you know, take accountability for the way you feel and what you're doing and things would be a lot more peace. And when people start doing those things and start speaking the shit that doesn't serve them, my question always is, why the hell do you, why do you focus on things that don't serve you? Treat the thought as a commercial. Can you imagine, let me throw this at you. Can you imagine sitting next to somebody watching TV and you're watching a movie and that's your life experience, but a commercial is every thought. So you have four or five commercials that come on and that person is reacting to every commercial. You're going to be like, bro, what are you doing? Relax. You're happy. You're sad. You're crying. You're mad. You're reacting to every thought. Let it pass and quit labeling them. Quit saying I had a bad thought. Oh my God. I had a horrible dream. Oh man, this shit was horrible. Listen, mm -hmm. let's let it be a thought and let it be a dream. Mm -hmm. It's, it's what is real is what you make it. So. Yeah, and, and then when people do that, that's when they start taking things way too personal. Yeah, I, I feel like I get, I get people really tired of me saying it. So I'm just like, hey, if you don't want it, don't speak it into existence. Like, stop saying it. Stop talking about it. You're giving it power. And it's funny you say that because somebody had posted on um, our city here's Facebook page and they were just complaining about like, hey, does anybody else get pulled over every day by the sheriffs? I get pulled over all the time. Like since I was young, I got pulled over. I get pulled over every week and just kept saying like, I'm always getting pulled over. They're always targeting me. And I wanted to so bad, but I learned that. You know, speaking up and saying what you believe in, it, it triggers people and then they just attack you because you didn't say what they wanted you to say or they don't, they didn't, you didn't say what they wanted to hear. Right. So I wanted to go on there so badly and say, you know what, if you stop saying it, maybe they'll stop pulling you over. Like stop saying how cops are always pulling you over and just say, like I used to say, like, I'm no longer on these police officers frequency. Like they don't see me. Like we are not on the same level anymore. Wait. And I tell people this, <laughs> quit speaking shit into existence yep 
people don't understand you. how powerful your words are. Like I've learned that so much and I've used it so much. So I'm, that's why I say it with so much confidence. Like I know what I'm saying. Cause I've already felt it. I used to get pulled over every, every month because I used to ride a certain car and I was speeding all the time, but not just that, but I was always, always bragging about how I was always getting pulled over. And so I had to learn that, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to just, I'm no longer on their frequency. I don't, they don't see me like we're not on the same and page anymore inner, inner dialogue is so freaking important i'll tell you what go from personal to inner dialogue i'm going to say this you when you hear somebody complain always getting pulled over you know not enough hours at work always broke not enough money that's all they freaking speak to and then it's like is it a coincidence coincidence that it's around you no you know, if I speak to car problems and I got car problems, is it a coincidence? No, I think inner dialogue and universe, God, creator, whatever everybody wants to call it. They give you what you focus on, give you what you focus on. And if I'm focusing on and I seen this, if I'm and again, it's like when, when you when you talk about inner dialogue, I, I, this is another thing I say is master the art of paying attention. OK. So. It's no coincidence that everything is happening around you and that's what you focus and think of and that's what you speak to. It's just like this. You can look at anybody and you can say what kind of job you want, what kind of uh, partner you want, and you what do you want in a partner? And a lot of them will say what they don't want. Uh, that's great, but I'm asking you what you want. You're so conditioned and accustomed to speaking the things you don't want and you're not even realizing you're saying it. And then mm -hmm. you get that girl and that guy that keeps getting the same partners. You're like, I don't even know what I'm doing here, man. I mean, I keep getting the same shit because you keep focusing on the things you don't want. And that's it. Start, start speaking to the things you want. If I don't want to be late for work, I'm going to speak to how I'm going to be on time. If I don't want to be broke, I'm going to speak to how I'm going to have abundance. If I, if, if, if I want a great partner, that's open, honest, vulnerable, and trustworthy, I'm going to speak to those things. Not, oh, I don't want some guy that has four or five kids and he's broke. Well, here you go. You got a broke guy. Because mm -hmm. we don't understand at a universal level what don't and want is. We give you what you're focused on, period. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're focused on misery, here's some more. Yeah. And if you're focused on what you're never going to get over, here's some more. And if you're focused on how broke you are, I'm not getting any money. Yeah. And that's where I really believe that inner dialogue. Once I changed my inner dialogue, I'm not talking 10 years ago. Once I stopped speaking as the 145 pound, one day I'll put pictures out there, but 145 pound skinny kid hanging around with people that hated their jobs and, you know, didn't even like their relationships or marriages and were, weren't successful in their eyes. I was the same way because I spoke the same language. And once I started to go dark, isolate myself, speak a different language, that's when shit started to change. You have to check everybody around you, period. I got a very small circle, and you know this. I have a very I small circle. I only, I only talk to a couple people. You're one of them, and, and there's only a, a few I talk to. Outside of, like, people I coach and stuff like that, and I do it for free for them. Um, but, yeah, I'll tell you, it's um, inner dialogue is so important, so important. And I think yeah. you know that. Oh, I do. And I, I didn't learn it until like 
maybe four or five years ago, because before it was just always like, Oh, I don't want, you know, this type of person. And so I believe it was the book, uh, change your brain, change your life by Dr. Daniel Amen that started to like really say like, instead of saying what you don't want, speak what you do want and just, you know, train your brain to just, you know, speak the, the, the wants and what, you know, cause I believe he said something like your brain can't distinguish, um, you're saying these words. So your brain doesn't always take in like, Oh, that's what she doesn't want. Like, it's just repeating that those words, everything you're saying, it's like, you're wearing a t-shirt and you're just displaying it everywhere. Like, I don't want a cheater. It's like, Oh, cheater, cheater, cheater. <laughs> and you start attracting yeah. it because you, you're, you're just projecting all that, you know, everything that you didn't want. You're saying it so much that it's going to happen. And again, like I've, I've used this in my life and I start speaking what I want and everything I've been, I call it manifestation too, because I'm like, I'm going to go get this and I go get it. I'm going to, this is going to work out for me in this way. And it does. So I am a true believer in how powerful your thoughts and your words are. And I, I'm just, oh, I, I love it. And you, and you, and you mentioned manifestation because I'm huge to say you attract what you are, not what you want. So if you want success, you have to act, you have to be successful, you have to walk successful, you have to speak successful, then success comes your way. But if you're not like that, it's not this way, man, I hope I get, you know, this great promotion, but then you don't even think you're worthy of it. You yeah. get it. You get who hope. you are. You get what you are, job, partners, everything, you get what you are. And, yeah. you know. Uh, when, when I, again, when I hear people that speak to something that's of no service to them, I'm like, why? You know, I, again, I've been there. It's where it's like sometimes I really got to bring that empathy out and compassion because I've been there. I understand, you know, and you can give them the knowledge now because I didn't have anybody to give me that knowledge back then. I had to search for it myself yeah. and then put it into action and then watch it grow. But if I'm giving somebody that, whether it's through coaching, and like I said, I, handful I coach and great it, it, it's crazy because I talked to a few and I talked to this I spoke to you about that before the recording and even people from other countries I speak to a couple and you know a couple few people in Australia and Canada and England and I have one in Central Africa and everybody's going through the same shit and then when people walk around like you're not all connected, guess what? Y'all are connected. I mean, everyone's going through the same shit. Yeah. So it's like, you know, speak to that compassion. Speak to that self-love you have for yourself. You don't got to work on yourself, you know? Yeah. I just see people that have, you know, no, no, um, no real self-value. They look to the external things to get themselves self-value, and those are threatened. You yeah. know, that's where people start taking shit personally. Yeah. I can give a shit about house, cars, money. It's irrelevant to me. We're just talking, you and I, and been to Montana, and I know you're in Cali, but been to Montana for about a month, month and a half. And yeah, give me a stake in the freaking ground for like five, 10 acres and just put a fence around it and grow my own shit and yeah. get a couple horses. I was just at work yesterday. And we were talking at work and a couple guys from the maintenance side and talking about cars and stuff like that. I said, you know what, man? It's like, let's get rid of cars and bring horses back. Yes, it's a please. lot cheaper than gas. <laughs> I mean, that, they're great, too. They're great spiritual animals, man. Let's just start bringing, you know, horses back. And I remember he looked at me, as, you know, pretty stock guy like myself. But 
tatted up in Mohawk and he's all gray, but he's like, man, I feel like my lifetime was back in the Viking days, man. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's crazy. And you look at everything, but you know, in this day, in this age, take the technology that we have, use it to your advantage, you know, to be of service to you. People have a habit of doing that, but make sure everybody around you and what you say to yourself is being a service to you. And then you'll yeah. watch everything change around you and your benefit. Yeah. So if you're still thinking and talking to it, don't complain when it's still around you. Yeah. Period. So. Yeah. And what I learned recently too is that um, whenever someone gets triggered, that's just a sign that you got to do some more inner work. Like some, that's, oh, that's you. Yeah, you're going into a whole new episode on that one. We can talk. <laughs> I'll pull a Joe Rogan and start having a podcast that goes three hours because we start to, that's going to be a next one. I'm going to put this on the books. You're going to be a regular anyways. We'll just have some people join yeah. us, but I'm going to tell you, I just did this. I think it was this morning or yesterday about a post where hell yes, the person that you're with, your friends, your circle, your partner, your spouse, if they don't trigger you, Man, and I said this, put a fork in me, I'm freaking done. Oh, I did. I, I saw that. I saw that your, your podcast for that. I think shit. I already posted it's it. Like, yeah. If I'm getting upset and do this in a constructive way, you know, mm -hmm. not in a destructive way, that if somebody is triggering me, hell yeah, I got to go inside myself. It's my trigger. It's not yours. Mm -hmm. It's my shadow that I haven't resolved, not yours. Yeah. You know? And people are just like, Again, going back to what I said earlier, it's like, oh, well, you made me mad. Man, listen, if I made you mad, I can make you hungry, you know? So, bam, you hungry? If I start cooking something yeah. in front of you, you're going to get hungry? No, I can't make you hungry, you know? Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, we pick and choose what we hold. And it's crazy, man, because we pick and choose what we hold others accountable for our feelings. And most of the time, we're holding others accountable for our shitty feelings. Mm-hmm. For our celebratory feelings, we're holding ourselves accountable. Yeah, it was me, man. I did it. I did it. You, you know, no, you, you did mm -hmm. a little bit, babe, but I did it. And then when I'm pissed off to the world, I'm like, look what you made me feel. Oh, yeah, man, just no. You made me you so mad. I, I, I broke this. Yeah, and yeah, um, I broke this. You made me mad. I broke this. I'm like, yeah, man, you made me break thing, this. Mm -hmm. Sorry, another thing that came along with that too, because um, when I first started talking to you, I was reaching out because I felt like my circle was just disappearing, and I realized that when you start to work on yourself and change yourself and change your habits and change everything, you you you're taking away, like you're taking away that person that they knew. So. Um, again, don't take it personal. They just no longer can relate and it's causing them confusion or it's causing them a little pain that they no longer, no longer have their, their daughter. They no longer have their sister cause she's like not her anymore or they no longer have their best friend. And so I had to learn, like, as long as I'm feeling good, I feel like I'm feeling confident about what I'm doing, what I'm saying, what I, how my new habits, um, it's unfortunate, but I don't feel bad anymore because I know why I'm doing it. And but now I understand so them. I understand you, you your just, circle you that just disappeared. Hit something, and this is where this is where I'm going to put a good break in this in this episode because what we're going to do, and we're going to the next one we're going to do, and we're going to talk about because what you just said. I mean, we're going to talk about boundaries and values, but what you just said, where you said 
you know, because you're not that person anymore. What you realize is that you were actually playing the role of not yourself. Yep. You had the mask on. And then when you start growing and you start awakening and you start believing in yourself, you have no problem showing your true self. Yeah. So the friends that fall off, it's not like, you know, in my eyes, it's not like they're really, you know, not growing with you. No, you're just being vulnerable and now you're showing who you truly are. Because, man, and again, I'll, I'll do another episode with you on this and it'll be uh, this week. Okay. You're this way in front of this family member. You're this way in front of this coworker. You're this way in front of this friend. You're this way in front of your partner. You're this way in front of the guy at the grocery store. And I used to look at people and say, out of all these five masks, which one are you? Are you any of them? And everybody says the same. No, you see me for truly who I am. Mm, I don't know. So the other thing I want to throw, and we're going to do this this week, is that. Number one, mask wearing. You know, when it, when do we really start taking it off? And two, this this happened within this past week. I had a lot of discussions with people on this. Boundaries. Okay. I always believe that boundaries are aligned with what our values are. And what you find is a lot of people are walking around with no values. So instead of boundaries, they have expectations, not a yep. boundary. So let's say you find your values and you set your boundaries. But why do we move them? I know I don't. But why do we move them when it comes to family? That's what we're taught. You could have, well, somebody said to me, well, it's your family, man. Tell me what that means. Tell me what that means. I spent 26 years in the military in and out federal employee too. Please tell me what that means. I have, I have brothers in the military that I've been overseas with that I still even talk to. So I don't understand that. And when people say, oh, it's your bloodline. Well, dude, did you ever donate blood? You got a bloodline all over the freaking country. Yeah. It's like really when you think about that. But what I mean is, why do we have boundaries with some acquaintances and partners, but when it comes to family, best friends, and so on, we don't. So if I look at you and say, well, you know what? One of my boundaries is I don't take disrespect. Oh, we have no problem going over Sunday dinner at your dad's that disrespects you up and down. You have no problem listening to the best friend that pays you no respect. So do you have a boundary? Fuck no, you don't. You don't have boundaries. So to me, it's like my boundary applies to everybody. Yeah. Period. Period. And 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 my we're gonna have a good conversation on this. I might bring another involved in this too and to see what they think because I don't understand it. And that's a great freaking topic, man, because I mean, that's what that's what started my whole like you know, just working on myself is I try to set a boundary on a family member and I that's where I lost my brother's relationship because it was his wife. Oh, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. Before yeah. you know it, there's there's board meetings going on behind your back. Yeah. All these major decisions and and fucking bills of 
Congress are going out. You're like, yeah. oh, man, dude, seriously, man, I'm just trying to respect myself. That's all. Exactly. I exactly. Just- and I think that's why it's so important to just be confident in what your boundaries are, what you're willing to accept and not accept. And because nothing can nothing can shake that afterwards. After you've grown and you've strengthened that, um, anybody can do anything and, and it does not going to affect you as much because you you know what you're willing and, will, and not willing to accept and you know why you're doing it and you love how it feels to be respected or to, and, and you're not just demanding respect. You, you talk to people with respect too. And if it's just not, um, return, then you just kind of got to get them out of your circle because it's just not healthy for you. And just 100%. like if it's family, if it's family, I, I made a podcast about this too, because it's like, we tell our kids, you know, like, or we have a, a toxic aunt around our kids and we don't realize that that toxic aunt is going to infect the children with her ignorance or with the dumb shit she does, or, you know, and you don't want your kids around that. So not only should you protect your own boundaries, protect what you're teaching your kids, you know, if 100%. anything. And so yeah. like, yeah, I'm really big on that. So yeah, we're going to set another, uh, we're going to set another sit down and it's going to happen within the next couple of days. So keep your calendar open. Cool. Oh, it's, open. it's always, a, it's always, it, it, I'll tell you always a pleasure fucking talking to you same (laughs) it is it is it's great so keep the calendar open we're going to schedule this probably within the next couple days and uh, it's almost like my people get together with your people and we're just not we're just gonna fucking do it well we'll we'll, we'll schedule the date (laughs) yeah yeah whatever we're not even there yet but we will be and that's manifestation right there i know I keep telling yeah, my kids, like, I'm, I'm a content creator, babe. Like, I'm busy. I'm a podcaster. I'm, you know, this is my job. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I take this really serious because, like, again, it's what I believe in. And um, I just wanted to throw one more thing out there about, like, just, you know, sure. taking things personal, too, is um, um, a lot. I, I found myself a lot before always trying to to justify or trying to make sure people didn't take something wrong. Um, making sure that they didn't misunderstand me. I was always worried about how I came across and, and, you know, just making, you know, just always doing the extra work of making sure. And so another thing too, is like the, the only people that matter about knowing what your true intention was is yourself and God. Like you don't have Mm -hmm. to keep proving yourself, um, to anyone about like what your intentions were. If you know your intentions were with good reason or, or with a good heart, then that's again, that's them taking it personal because of their own insecurities or their own, um, triggers that they need to work on. But, um, a lot of people stress about that. And that's another thing I've been, I've been hearing people talk about like, Oh, but what are they going to think? Or what are they going to say? And it's like, it doesn't matter if you meant what you meant with heart with, from your heart and you didn't mean it in a malicious way, then you got to let it go. That's not your responsibility to convince people of what you're, what you were trying to and that's and that's what I was saying. Once you and we'll, and we'll talk about this because once you realize you're accountable for your own feelings, you're not going to worry about hurting somebody else's. Exactly because they have to be accountable because they have to be accountable for theirs. Yeah. Once you realize I'm responsible and accountable for mine, I'm not going to worry how you take it because you're accountable for yours as well. Yeah. And that's and that's where it comes to. But yeah, let's um. Let's definitely get together. Man, it's always a freaking pleasure. I'm sorry that you live in California. And uh, I'll tell you, it is uh, it is what it is. But we're definitely going to get together. Man, always thank you for your time. I know they're going to freaking love you. I know my listeners are going to love you. 
And uh, I'll tell you, we're going to be talking real soon. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And I love talking to you too. I love talking to like-minded people because it's just so refreshing and it's just so awesome because, you know, you know, just giving back and forth really good information that people can really learn from and hopefully take it serious and do some work. We yeah. will. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Sounds good. All righty. All right.